Marcel, this on? I mean, you are the one to disrespect us. You're the one who disregarded everything Nikki and I have done for this business. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of What's Wrong With Wrestling. I'm Andrew Pisano and sometimes um, it's what's wrong with the wrestling podcast. Um, because we, Joe, me, Joe, and Eric last night recorded a great episode. I thought it was really funny. Then turns out the audio didn't record. We had the video. Some of you said you could read lips very well, so, uh, but I don't think that would have been good for most of you. Plus, you can't listen, obviously, so... Uh, there was a lot of feedback online about how upset everyone was, and I guess that's a good thing for us because it means you guys love the podcast so much. But some of you were very angry, but just remember one thing. As upset as you were, I was way more upset. Trust me on that. But I'm alone in the studio, but uh, I do have my brother on the line, Joe Pisano, so we could do the podcast this is the best option we have, so uh, take it or leave it, guys. Right, Joe? Boom. Boom. I don't know if you can't see the thumb, but I just boomed myself. Yeah, what's wrong with audio? What's wrong with, you know, <laughs> nothing's perfect in this world. Yeah. This has happened to us maybe four times in a couple of years that we've done it. And just things, look, we, did, we do sound checks. Don't think uh, we don't do these things. And then, because uh, everything's on computers now, so things can get corrupt. That's yeah. really... All that can happen. So, unfortunately, here we are. We're probably going to do maybe a shorter, quicker show. Uh, you know, we, it's late. Tonight was Halloween. We had to go out with the kids. Yeah. I have a meeting in like nine hours. So, we're going to try to get through this uh, and still make it enjoyable for you guys. At so, least I uh, have a, at least I have the I have the carved pumpkin now with me in the studio. So there's you that. do yeah that's amazing. There so you that's, go. See they wouldn't have saw that. That's called bonus content. <laughs> that's called silver lining, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, silver lining right there. But like Joe said, it's it's you know it's all computers. If you've seen iRobot, you know exactly what we're talking about. And again, so. like Andrew said, if you guys were upset, just understand this: we created an hour and a half of golden entertainment for you guys that I really enjoyed. Like I, I enjoyed doing it. I was – I'm not just going to say this to make everyone feel bad, including myself, but I was looking forward to, like, listening back to this podcast. I know. Me too. And I don't do that. Most of the time I don't. I was there. I don't have to listen to myself talk. I really – most of the time don't like hearing myself talk. Right. As most people are critics of themselves. They're the biggest critics. But I was kind of looking forward to listening to this again because it was just kind of fun. So, again, we'll try to recreate some of that that we did yesterday. We'll yep. talk about what happened in the uh, the week of – of wrestling and, and, you know, looking forward to what they're going to do with the, the crown shit on Friday. <laughs> the blood money. The blood money. Uh, by the way, there was already, like, pictures of them arriving in the airport. Like, Shawn Michaels was there. and So, yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Sure. It's happening. Uh, but before we get to Raw SmackDown, we have to thank 10 new Patreon members. Again? Well, yeah. Oh, I right, mean, right. It didn't happen. <laughs> we did it last night. Actually, there were... <laughs> There were nine, and then one person joined uh, in, in between these two shows. Silver lining. Silver lining. So thank you to Joel Hansen, Robert Miller, Mike Hart, Hartzler, Anthony Parrish, Joseph Rocha, Tom Bristow, Steve 
uh, Isins, uh, oh gosh, Insansky, Will St. Clair, Mike Everett, and John Surface. So thank you very much to those 10 amazing people. And if you want to be like them, go to mm-hmm. patreon.com slash what's wrong with wrestling for all the bonus content, bracket episodes, pay-per-view recaps like Evolution and Crown Jewel coming up. And um, those episodes don't have audio issues. So that's even... Right. (laughs) Right. They do not. Thank God. We've never had a delay on those. Let me knock on the wood a bunch of times. But yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Monday Night Raw starts with Baron Corbin in the ring. And he's Mm. holding the Universal Championship. Mm. Immediate thoughts. Like to vomit, I guess. We... uh... (laughs) Yeah, it's like someday in 20 years, he's going to be like, see, here's a screenshot of me holding the championship. You guys remember that? And we're going to be like, no, but yeah, I can see that happening back then. It was so horrible. Yeah, you were probably the champ. <laughs> Didn't you like have a, a, a briefcase or something? What what happened with that? Did you? Yeah, I think John Cena stole it. I don't remember. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. So, but I guess that's how you give Corbin the title without actually giving him the title. Yeah. And look, I mean, pre- General manager Corbin yeah. was awful. 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 This, so like on a scale of one to 10, he was like a nine when it comes to like how awful he was. Right. This Baron Corbin's like a six. <laughs> yeah. Still, you know, still bad, but, still uh, bad, but, but, but better. I like, like, I like the role he's in. I like that he shaved his nasty hair. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I don't hate this. There, I can name five worst general managers. Oh, yeah. Like right out, right out of the gate, including probably Kurt Angle. I'm sorry, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least he's like a heel GM who's doing heel things. Right. I mean, he's he... doing all the heel things you would expect from a heel GM. Where Kurt Angle was always oh, in his phone. And and he was more worried about his own personal shit about his illegitimate kids than he was running a, a show. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, you got Kurt Angle, Vicky Guerrero. Uh, the anonymous GM, which ended up being Hornswoggle. That was like the worst because it was mostly, you know, until they revealed it as Hornswoggle, it was basically Michael Cole. Right. Because he would made it even worse. He would make all the announcements. So, yeah. The, yeah. He's not as the worst. Heel. Right. He would make the announcements because he was like a heel back then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Corbin's definitely awesome. not the worst GM. So there's that. He has that going for him. Uh, but Corbin said last week was one of the most emotional nights of my career. But life goes on. So they're still doing the Roman thing, but they're making a storyline out of his real leukemia, which is very questionable for WWE They've done to do. Worse. They've done worse, like Saudi Arabia shows. Right. But he also says, I wish Roman the best in his battle with leukemia, but if he comes back, I hope it's not Shara because this title looks good on me. Aaron Corbin. The fact that he said if, like if he survives the cancer, yeah, like right. holy crap, WWE. Awful. Awful, Baron. Shame on you. <laughs> really? You really think that, so you think that they, they wrote that line? I think that he screwed up. There's no way. Oh, God. I don't know. I think he was just improvising or just screwed up the line. That's what I think. I mean, you would hope so, but. You would hope so. <laughs> But even like Seth, you know, later on the show, Seth Rollins mentioned Roman and pretended like that had to do with Dean's thing. So I don't know. But he also revealed that, uh, you know, he doesn't want Roman to come to Raw because there's no way he'd be the universal champion. That's right. He's like, I have no chance if Roman's here. 
I mean, he's just being honest. It's pretty yeah, good. It's, it's, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so then Brock Lesnar's music hits, and the Beast and Paul Heyman come to the ring. Corbin acts all excited to see Lesnar, but then Heyman tells him, look, you do your shtick and I'll do mine. So yeah. Heyman <laughs> does, uh, does his shtick. This Friday at WWE Crown Jewel, Brock Lesnar will beat Braun Strowman. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's a guarantee. I couldn't be more clairvoyant in the outcome of this match if they were predetermined. Oh. Oh, no. No, Paul. Paul. Don't do that. Paul. Let me explain how this whole thing works. You can break maybe the third wall. (laughs) They've kind of tapped at the fourth wall. But when you throw a stick of dynamite or a grenade at the fifth wall, yeah, then I don't know what's going on. Like, y- y- <laughs> you can't say if as if it's predetermined when the whole world knows it's predetermined. This is like the whole. This is like the new cool thing to do in wrestling is to break the fourth wall, and they just each time it goes further and further. It goes further and further. Like, now, like Punk doing it was the yeah. was as far as it should go because it was perfect. Right. Like, you know, he's like, oh, Vince runs this company and John Cena kisses his ass. It's like, all right, because John Cena is yeah. a good guy. Like, and, and, you know, all this, like all that stuff, like Triple H and Stephanie run the company, too. And it's just like, like, that was perfect. But then then you got Cena like, oh, uh, what, what, crap, what do you think? I should do a little heel turn. How about a little heel turn? Yeah. Would you guys like to see me turn into a bad guy? <laughs> like, I know. And then Heyman, it's just they're just going further and further each time. And And look. I'll give you the one teeny tiny positive if you really want to think about it. And if it really is a show about a wrestling show and they're really playing characters on this TV show, then that's okay to say, I guess. (laughs) The problem is they live their characters. Yeah. They don't act like we're TV show characters. They act like they're, this is really happening. Yeah, that's the kind of the gimmick to pro wrestling. We're acting like all this is really happening, even though we know you know. But you don't report it on ESPN. They don't report what happened on Seinfeld last night on ESPN. <laughs> or I'll give you a better example. They don't go Happy Gilmore won the PGA uh, tournament. You know, like right. they don't do that. No, because we know it's fake. Right. And wrestling, if it's really a show, then then stop this nonsense of reporting it like it's real. And right. then Paul can say things like this because, yes, his character truly believes this because it's just a character. Right. But since they don't do it like that, right. that's what makes this horribly wrong. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. I get another shot. You what? Uh, you know, Robin Hood met in tights when he reads the <laughs> script and he's like, I get yes. another shot. He gets another shot. It's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. comedy. That's a parody of Robin Hood. You know, like right. that's a... Like, you can't do that in WWE. You're supposed to get lost in the show. The whole reason you even have Brock Lesnar is because you can actually believe that he could kick anyone's ass. That's what makes him good. Mainly because... the only thing he's got going for him. Mainly because he's done it in real life. We've seen him in the UFC kick some ass. (laughs) That's why you have this guy. Yes. Like, his matches don't even have to be predetermined. You can put him in the ring with AJ Styles, and we know 
like if it's a real fight, we know Brock's going to win. Yep. So, yeah, again, it's just they're just going too far. So, moving too on. Far. Out comes Braun Strowman, who tells Lesnar at Crown Jewel, you're going to get these hands. Corbin tries to keep Braun from attacking Lesnar, so Braun pushes Corbin out of the way. Corbin then hits Braun from behind, so Braun just picks up Corbin and hits him with a power slam. That's how weak Corbin has become. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a GM. He's, has, he's not on his A game. No. Like, he, he hits Braun, Braun just picks him up like he's Teddy Long and just power slams him. Yeah. It's crazy. So Braun then gives Corbin a second power slam while Lesnar laughs. The fans chant one more time, one more time. And even Lesnar tells him, yeah, go ahead. Do it again. So Braun, yeah, Braun gives Corbin a third power slam, but then Lesnar picks up Strowman and gives him an F5. Classic, you're a baby face, so you're an idiot. Very much so. Very much so. Yep. So just clear lines have been drawn. And uh, you obviously Braun's the baby face who, uh, you know, going into Crown Jewel. Uh, he was a uh, very evil bad guy two weeks ago. Well, and then two weeks before that, he was a good guy. <laughs> Like, exactly. He's the new uh, big show's like, hey, 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 what's yeah. going on? <laughs> and then cut to like six months ago, he's winning the tag titles with a, with a 10-year-old. <laughs> Which makes him, uh, I don't know. He went from the most evil guy ever to Hillbilly Jim winning the tag titles with a kid. Uh, and then to like an evil guy again. And now he's back to like, you know, I guess Hillbilly Jim again. I don't know. I guess Hogan. Uh, yeah, Hogan. Yeah, uh, he so, wins. Hogan. Right. So next up, we have Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, and again, it's kicking off Raw for you know the first match two weeks in a row, and Leo Rush is unwatchable. Like you, I can't stand him. He's the new Vicky Guerrero. It's official. The worst. He's the worst. So Lashley hits a finisher and goes for the pin, but Balor kicks out. Balor sets up for the coup de gras, but Leo Rush pushes him off, resulting in a DQ. And then afterwards, Lashley beats up Balor and uh, puts him in the full Nelson until he passes out. And then after the commercial, Corbin and Leo Rush visit. I'm sorry. Corbin uh, gets a visit from Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. And Corbin tells Lashley that you're replacing John Cena in the World Cup at Crown Jewel. Because to quote Corbin, Cena didn't qualify. But... Um... Hold on. But then again, um, neither did Bobby Lashley. He did not win this week or or last week. Last week. He has he's yeah, he's on a losing streak. Finn Balor is on a winning streak. Matter of fact, Corbin, Finn Balor's doing very well lately. Very well. Yeah. And Matter of fact, you can even almost say he might be the best in the world. Right. But he doesn't qualify. We Matter of fact, what is he doing at Crown Jewel? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Maybe he's refusing to work as well. <laughs> God, he should. We could have had a great first-round matchup between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, oh <laughs> but God. instead, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Yes. That's what we got. Later in, the night, we get. later in the night, Caruso asked Lashley what it would mean for him to be called the best in the world, but he just lets Leo Rush answer for him because, you know, he's not good at talking. But then again, neither is Leo Rush, so... No, no, he's not. No. <laughs> Next up, we watch a video of the Evolution post show where Becky and Rhonda get into it a little bit. Becky's like, oh, congrats, champ. And Rhonda's like, oh, congrats, champ. 
And then Becky says, I'll be seeing you real soon, champ. And then Ronda's like, yeah, I will see you real soon, champ. And they just keep calling each other champ. That was stupid. But then the announce team tells us that at Survivor Series, it will be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. It should be a good match. I really wish they had the balls to let Lynch go over here. Right. That'd be such a great thing, but nope. They won't. Again, they could have saved this for Mania, but I guess they really want Rousey versus Charlotte. Where Charlotte would win, I think. I, I, yeah, I think that's where you know Rousey would have her first loss. Yeah, um, right. But uh, Charlotte was the new Undertaker, for sure. Right. But, I mean, like, again, like, right now, Becky's, like, the hottest superstar, like, you know, yeah. even, like, a, uh, physically, you know, but, like, <laughs> just hottest superstar right now because of her character is just so good. And yeah. her going up against Rousey, like, that should be... I just... I can't wait to see that match. I i don't know if I've looked forward to a women's match as much as this one. Like, this just, you know, yeah. seems yeah. like it's going to be awesome. And hopefully they'll let Becky, like, you know, attack Ronda on Raw and do all that stuff. Yeah, sneak attack. Like, she has to beat the shit out of her. Yeah, plenty of time on this one. Yeah. So, once again, they're not doing the four horsewomen of... WWE versus, you know, well, MMA. I don't think they're ready, really. Are they're they? not, no. You know what I mean? Like, next year might be good. Right. But, again, this is, I, you know, I like this way better, you know? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Becky also tweeted a picture showing, like, a picture saying, like, oh, Ronda Rousey's following, like, uh, Ronda Rousey followed you. And then Becky said she tried. She tried. That's so champa. She's, yeah, she's the female champa on Twitter. That's she's, so great. You know how great that, like, it's so subtle and it makes you think about it. It's a joke where you have to kind of think about it. And right. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Yep. Becky's oh. awesome. Yep. So next up we have Lita, Trish, Natalia, Sasha, and Bailey. And uh, no, they're not all fighting each other. Because hmm. they're going up against Ruby Riot. Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Alicia Fox with Alexa Bliss ringside. Eleven wrestlers. <laughs> At might... this point, the night after Evolution, their biggest pay-per-view, all women, right? Historic. And this is what they follow it with. We're going to throw all the women in one match. I mean, you have 11 of them. You might as well do another Battle Royal. Right. That would have <laughs> been a great little match. Yeah. So the good girls come out and they all do the Bailey buddy thing together, and that's where you turned off your TV, right? I did send you the video where as soon as she was doing the, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the Bailey buddy, I don't know. The Bailey buddy thing, like and, all yeah. five of them doing it together. Pretty bad. Pretty horribles. Yeah. So Trish started the match, and again, it was just awkward and slow. Like you know, Trish was never. A good wrestler. It's like when you watch an old movie and you're like, oh, this doesn't really translate anymore. Yeah. Like, now that we've seen such good women wrestling, like, it's hard to watch Trish Stratus wrestle. I'm sorry. I know she's, like, one of the biggest, you know, women superstars ever. Maybe the biggest, technically, like, as a, you know, in a popularity standpoint. But, you know, it's just a little weird to watch. Yeah. Uh, But Lita and Bailey gave Liv and Ruby a twist of fate at the same time. Bailey then hit an elbow drop. Lita hit the lead assault. And then Lita and Natalia hit the heart attack on Alicia Fox. And then Natty locked Alicia in the sharpshooter for the win. 
ending the match with the two lowest common denominators on each side. Oh my god, so true. Like why? <laughs> yeah, why are we ending this? You have all these superstars and the former and Hall of Famers, and we're ending it with a a sharpshooter, a move that's not even like a woman's move, like right. it was stolen from a man. Right. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Next up, Kayla Braxton interviews Nia Jax backstage, and Nia says, after Ronda beats Becky at Survivor Series, I'll be waiting for her. And then Kayla's, Kayla's like, oh, that's great. Well, we all, I also have Ember Moon right here. Let me interview her. Get a, go away, Nia. Yeah. Uh, and Ember brags about making history by having the most eliminations in the Battle Royal at Evolution. <laughs> yeah. You made history by losing a Battle Royal? <laughs> she's like i caught lightning in a bottle and i had the most eliminations at evolution and i was like i won the match what the fuck are you talking about that wins you absolutely nothing ember right like nothing at all yeah so ember then challenges naya to a friendly match and naya accepts yeah uh yeah next up we have a twizzlers commercial featuring the b team trying to make alexa bliss laugh with twizzlers and they yeah, do so it's basically the same way you would make a baby laugh. Like, oh, look at right. this. Look at, look at it. And she's like, eh, yeah. I know. But, Moving uh, on. It's a commercial. It, it doesn't beat Enzo trying to, you know, fuck the KFC chicken. That's for sure. Never. No. Nothing, nothing will. Nothing will ever beat that. Nothing will. Yeah, nothing will. Next up, it's Walk with Elias time where he reminds us what he did to Corbin last week. He has a new song that he wants to play, but he wants to play it in front of Corbin. So he goes backstage to find him. Uh, Dana asks Elias backstage, hey, can you play me a song? And he says, for you, no. No, which was so great. I'm oh a baby God. face now. I don't do that. Oh, you're, my God. You're a heel. So you're not with Titus anymore. Yep. Uh, so Elias knocks on Corbin's door, but he tells him to go away. Elias plays the song. Corbin comes out to hear it. But then Elias calls, uh, calls Corbin Stephanie's bitch, so he shuts the door. Then Jinder Mahal attacks Elias from behind and lays him out. Yes. Who? Jinder Mahal. Uh, come again? The modern day Maharaja? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You need uh, Elias to just kind of start winning a ton of matches as his new role as a face. Right. Let's get the biggest jobber in the company. Former WWE <laughs> champion, Jinder Mahal. Former biggest jobber in the company, then became the WWE champion, and once again, the biggest jobber in the company. Hey, it happens. Ask <laughs> Mick Foley. <laughs> it's like they realize their mistake. Yeah, send him it back. Uh, yeah, Corbin then comes out of his <laughs> office and he tells Elias, looks like Ginger just tuned you up, so go to the ring because your match is next. Mm. And then Elias wins with the drift away. That's, yeah, like that was it. That's it. You have both Singh brothers back. They don't even do the intro. Yeah, they don't even do anything with the Singh brothers. Like why no. even have them if you're not going to use them? Correct. Like they were Correct. great. Nothing. Like, you don't do anything to Elias? Yeah. Nothing? Did not like that one bit. No. Next up, uh, we have Kurt Angle working out in his home gym, cutting an iPhone promo that he's going to win the uh, WWE World Cup. Yeah. He sounds confident. Uh, next up, we have the Ascension versus Bobby <laughs> Roode. The Ascension versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus the AOP. And uh, the Ascension and Rudin Gable attack AOP outside the ring before the match to get some revenge from a few weeks ago. So the match is just Ascension versus Rudin Gable. Um, Bobby and Chad had a tag team finisher, a German suplex into a neckbreaker. 
So Rudy and Gable get the win, but then AOP wake up after the match and take them out. <laughs> they wake up. Yeah, they were sleeping. Like, uh, and they destroy him. Yeah, and so, what do Rude and Gable get by winning this match? An ass-kicking. An ass-kicking. That's what they get. Not a That's title shot, because we don't even no. know if, like there, is a t- are, like, there are tag team champions at this point. There are. That does, they, uh, they took them away. Right. The Shield uh, have eliminated them. Speaking of that, next up, Seth Rollins wants answers. He says, uh, I, sh- I should be out here celebrating the tag title victory with Ambrose, but he turned his back on me. Uh, Rollins feels guilty saying maybe this is my fault for turning on him four years ago, and he never truly forgave me. I guess he forgot when Dean fisted him all those times over the last year. <laughs> maybe he forgot. As soon as, they saw, as soon as I saw that this was happening, like not at the end of the show, I was like, we're not going to learn anything. Right. Like, there's nothing that's going to come of this, unfortunately. No. So, uh, you know, Seth asked Dean to come out and explain himself. Dean's music hits, but no lunatic on the stage. Eventually, he appears from the spot in the crowd where the Shield used to make their entrance, and that really, really gets Seth upset. Come on, Ambrose! You know what? You know what? At least when I put the knife in your back, I had that decency to stare you in the eye and tell you why I did it. So walk down those stairs. I know you know how to do it. Get in this ring and face me like a man. However, Dean does not face him like a man. No. Dean holds up the mic a few times, acting like eh? he's about to talk, but he doesn't. Eh? No. Yeah. Uh, so Seth gets more pissed. On the most emotional night in the history of the Shield, you spat on us on everything we stand for. A night when Roman leaves to battle leukemia, and you make it all about you. Somehow, someway, you make it all about you, Ambrose. You know what? You want the spotlight. You want it so bad, you selfish son of I swear. You want it so bad when you got it. Because I am fixed on you for as long as I live, and I'm going to make your life a living hell. Wow. You really are fringy, you fringy bastard. Um, so, Seth, uh, remember when you, like, you know, threatened to break Edge's neck unless John Cena brings back the authority? Yeah, but I did it right to his face. And then, like, John Cena was like, all right, fine, I bring back the authority, just don't break his neck. And then, Seth, you said, well, you should know me better than that, John. I'm going to kill him anyway. Yeah, but, but I did it to his face. Oh. Right to his face. I'm going to murder him yeah. anyway. I'm gonna... And then Cena got to him in time. So right. That was all a bunch of crap. Yeah. and, and they, should Seth... have, they should have had him murder him. Seth was like, no take back, Cena. You already said it. They're coming back. You already said it. <laughs> But yeah, he tells Don't take backsies. Yeah, it's funny. Like he also, yeah, he tells Dean like I, 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 you know, looked you in the eye and told you like a man. It's like, well, yeah, you were also standing behind Jane's age security, Kane, Triple H, Randy Orton. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you had all those people. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like the Charlotte thing all over again. Like Seth, you were the asshole first. Just saying. You made me remember. You made me first. Right. So Seth says, you don't want to come down here, then I'll come up there and beat an answer out of you. So Dean's like, well, I'm out of here. So Mm -hmm. Dean leaves. So Seth doesn't go up there. Instead, his music plays, and the segment just ends. 
Yeah. We don't get an answer. And I think the reason why we didn't get an answer is because WWE doesn't have an answer. Right. They're like, wait, wasn't, wait, but they like, they forgave him. Like, it makes no sense. Well, all right. Let's just not give him an answer. He's crazy. That's why. That's the answer. He's crazy. You don't have anything? All right. Don't say anything, Dean. Why not? Because we don't have anything for you yet. We haven't written the perfect response. And, as and much, then when he says his response, we're going to be like, that was dumb. wasn't yeah. worth the wait. And as much as, you know, I love Dean Ambrose, him just standing there, like, looking angry, it was like, I'm mad. Hmm. It was just really oh, was awful. It was lame. So after the segment, Michael Cole calls Dean Ambrose a coward. Corey Gray says this thing is far from over. And Renee says absolutely nothing. What could she say? They leave what could her she say? When, when it's when they leave her out of these segments now. I think that's what they're gonna do going forward, like where she doesn't talk, like she goes and takes a dump during these segments. That's but I mean, honestly, like the, either they break her up per the show. Right. Or she just stays quiet. She which, has nothing to add. Which they won't because like then if her and Dean take a picture on Instagram, then they're like, Oh shit, I guess you gotta get back together like Rusev and Lana. Right. So it's like yeah, all right, but whatever. It's a TV show. Next up, we have Nia Jax versus Ember Moon. <clears throat> and Tamina comes out during the match, which distracts both of them. However, yeah. it distracts Ember longer, and Nia takes advantage of that and beats Ember with a leg drop. After the match, Tamina gets in the ring and has a stare down with Nia, but then just smiles and walks to the back. Mm. Like I really thought these two were going to team up. That's what I thought, too. That would have been amazing. And, I, and then it could lead to, like, the tag team titles. Oh, my God. Right. Or, like, even, like, how is... Because, you know, it was like, oh, how is Ronda going to beat both Bells? And it's like, they're the Bellas. She'll beat them. But if you have yeah. Nia and Tamina together, it could be, wow, how, how is she going to beat both of these giants? Right. But it looks like right. it's just... Tamina's just there just for Nia to get, like, you know, a win against someone big before she fights Ronda. Yep. So. I agree. Next up, we have the Lucha House Party. I'm sorry, are we watching 205 Live? What is this? These guys come out. This was actually on Raw. The Lucha House Party. Kalisto comes out with a pinata. Oh, boy. A pinata. And they face the revival. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Lucha House Party wins. Now, the Revival were already very buried before. Right. So what do you call what happens to them here? What is this called? Uh, buried Alive? Uh. Buried <laughs> Alive. Buried for good. Yeah. Fun fact, the, uh, the, the grave site where Taker and Kane were last week, they, were actually, they actually dug up the Revival, and that's what they used for that, uh, for that segment. Mm. They were refilling the graves. <laughs> they were. Yeah. But I want, to, I want to meet the person that never watched 205 Live. They see the Lucha House Party, and they're like, oh, my God. I have yep. to watch 205 I Live. I need more of this in my life. I have to check it out. Pinatas, noisemakers, holy shit. I need more of this immediately. And let's just, Can I watch the show? Let's just remind everyone, Kalisto was once the United States champion. Kalisto is undefeated against Braun Strowman. <laughs> or do they, ever, do they have another match? They had another one for him to, like, kill him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's undefeated in, in uh, dumpster matches. So when Braun wins the championship at uh, Crown Jewel, 
Then Monday Night Raw, they're gonna they're gonna open with uh, Kalisto's Lucha House Party come out. <laughs> Braun, dumpster match, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then he murders him, like murders him, like yeah. not part of the storyline, like real life murders him. Right. Nope. Yeah. So next up, we have Dolph Ziggler versus Apollo Cruz uh, with Drew McIntyre ringside. I guess Apollo's out of Titus Worldwide now. Isn't everyone out of uh, Titus Worldwide? <laughs> Even Titus, yeah. Yeah. Titus, Titus is out of Titus Worldwide, I guess. There's never... Titus is like, I'm not associating myself with that shit. They've never explained, like, like uh, they had, um, what's his name? Akira Tozawa, all of a sudden he wasn't with Titus Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo, I guess, isn't. The only one that gave in, like, that we actually saw leave was Dana. She was like, I'm done. Get away from me. Yeah, right. So Dolph wins with a super kick, and he says he's going to beat Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle in Saudi Arabia, so we'll see. Mm. And then finally on Raw, Undertaker and Kane come to the ring, and Taker says, when the Reaper calls, you can fight it, but it's your time to go. And then Kane says something about whispers turning into cries, some stupid mm. shit like that. Taker yeah. then mentions Crown Jewel and the whole arena boos. They're like, fuck that. Mm. And then Taker says, it won't be the end of an era. It'll be the end of your error. So horrible. So that sucked. Kane then calls DX to come out right now, and the music hits. Triple H comes out alone, but then he signals to the back for Sean. So Kane walks up the ramp like, I want some right now. But then Sean Sean appears in the ring. I guess he came through the crowd, and he super kicks Taker in the ring, and then Triple H and Sean retreat to the ramp. Eventually, Taker sits up. Stands up, and the four of them stare at each other from afar. Mm. Who's going to win at Crown Jewel? And does it matter? More importantly, who cares? The answer, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. It means nothing. You know that the only thing that matters is, how big's that paycheck, Vin Man? Uh, I, look, I don't ever blame people for selling out. I don't. I don't. I wish I could sell out right now. That'd <laughs> right. be great. I'd love to sell out. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just bad the way it looks and the way they're doing it. Right. I just don't understand. Yeah. Uh, but eh, it is what it is. Yep. Vin is a real-life super villain <laughs> and continues to play the role well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We don't even see him, and he's, and he's like more evil than before. It's amazing. More evil. But then he shows up on SmackDown and has a dance break with Carmella and R-Truth. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. No, so, so he's evil. Yeah, yeah, he's evil. Straight up evil. <laughs> on to SmackDown Live. AJ Styles comes out to the ring. He asked Daniel Bryan to come out as well so he could apologize to him. Daniel tells AJ, I respect you as a performer, but you're not my friend. I came back for the WWE Championship. AJ then tells Daniel the Pele kick last week wasn't an accident. And then Daniel says, well, I'll be honest with you. I feel like punching you in the face on purpose. Mm. Shouldn't you always feel like doing that on purpose? If you're gonna, I mean, that's kind of your thing. If you're going to fight him? You're fighter. So AJ says, well, we don't have to wait for Crown Jewel. And then here comes the brother. Here he comes. And then we realize, oh, right. Daniel's not going. Right. 
you know, Shane's not coming out to say this match isn't happening. No, you know he's, I mean? he's not Corbin. He he would that would be a heel turn if he did that. Right. So he comes so out. This was going. Yeah. Yeah. He, he comes. Here. <laughs> he says, "Fuck that Saudi money. We're having this match yeah. right now." <laughs> so we got AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. Great match. I mean, it went over like thirty minutes. I'm pretty sure. Um. So mid-match, Daniel hits AJ with a suicide dive, but he tweaked his left knee in the process. So AJ works. Yeah, AJ works on Daniel's knee for the rest of the match. Uh, In the end, Daniel put AJ in an arm bar, but AJ deadlifted Daniel and hit the Styles Clash. That was amazing. Uh, And then AJ locked in the calf crusher, and I believe for the first time as a babyface since Daniel Bryan's been like. Like, you know, like the big star that he is. And an over baby face. Yeah. Daniel Bryan tapped out. You don't really see a lot. Like, most baby faces haven't tapped out. Most big right. star baby faces just don't do it. Right. Yeah. So, like, I immediately thought, like, you know, like. Uh, this is great. You know, like, like, if you're not going to Crown Jewel, you're tapping, damn it. Yeah. You're tapping like yeah. a bitch. Yeah, suck it, Daniel. If Daniel went to Crown Jewel, I think this match ends with that Styles Clash spot because it's a be- it's the better spot. Yeah, I know. You know, he deadlifts him into a Styles Clash. It's the better spot. But if you're not going to Crown Jewel, I'm burying you. I'm going to make you tap like a bitch. So this might kill any push that we that we can see coming from Daniel moving forward. I don't know. We'll see. Um, don't cross the it's boss. Definitely interesting. Don't it's definitely interesting because Cena did it too. Both Bella boys. Right. Uh, I don't know if they're defending their Bella women. <laughs> I don't know if they're worried about dying. Like, what do you think their motivation was to not go? Well, I think, I think Daniel just has, I th- you know, like, I feel like Daniel just has more morals for himself. And Cena, I think, is more worried about his Hollywood career. You know? But, like, worried in what way, though? Like, he's, like, you know, Hollywood's very liberal, and yeah, all the Republicans are defending, like, going to Saudi, like, you know, like, <laughs> so I think it's just like a, I think he's just worried about his Hollywood career. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I could be. Uh, yeah. So uh, after the match, AJ and Daniel shake hands and hug. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, but then Samoa Joe shows up, and... As Eric destroys both of them. As Eric said uh, when we recorded last night, he hugs them too. Yeah. Just in a different way. <laughs> nice, very toy, very toy hugs. Yeah, he puts both of them in the coquina clutch, and then he holds up the WWE title. And then later in the night, Styles tells Paige he wants Samoa Joe at Crown Jewel, and Paige gives him to him. And then later, Joe cuts a promo backstage saying he'll finally win the WWE Championship, mm. which, of course, he won't. No. Yeah. So, next up, back we go backstage where Paige tells Charlotte her match with Becky at Evolution was awesome, and it could have gone either way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess if Charlotte would have knocked Becky unconscious, but she didn't. No. Yeah. So Paige. Not close. Wasn't no. That close. Paige then yeah like Becky power bombed Charlotte and then just stood there. As Charlotte couldn't get up. Right. Don't know if it could have went either way. So Paige then asked Charlotte to be the captain of the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. But Charlotte says, I don't think I'm right for the job. 
So, so where are they going with that? I, I guess Charlotte's depressed because she can't win the big one anymore. Because she lost one, I don't know. Yeah, but she's got a. She, ha- you know, she's going to be. What are they not? They're gonna not have her uh, fight at Survivor Series. No, she'll definitely be the the captain when it's all said and done, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Next up, we have Biggie versus Cesaro in a trick or street fight. Now, this sounds bad on paper. But this ended up being one of the funniest segments we've seen from WWE in a very long time. Mm. This is what the New Day does. Like, everyone, like for a while, we're like, okay, we're done with the pancakes. They're doing the same shit every week. But then right. once every few months, they'll do something so funny that we're like, okay, we're back. Like, you guys are awesome. Yep. So Biggie does the usual New Day intro, like, oh, wherever we are. Yeah. Yeah, You know, clap for your champs. Um, but this time, after he does that, we hear the Broods music hit. Yes, and then out comes Vince with blood all over his ha- hands and mouth. <laughs> talking about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, my God. No, so... No, no the New Day come out, and, and they're gorgeous. Biggie is dressed as Gangrel. Kofi is dressed as Christian. And Xavier... Uh, is dressed and doing a perfect edge impression. Amazing. Like amazing, amazing, amazing. He could have won best acting for his edge impression. Mm-hmm. It was that good. Uh, they also had guys on the floor on the stage holding up like fake lights, pretending it's fire, which was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Biggie also drank the blood and spit it out in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the bar come out next and. Seamus was dressed as a zombie version of himself, which was even somehow it was paler than even before. Um, uh, somehow, right? But Cesaro and Big Show did not dress up. Mm-mm. I don't know why, but all right. Uh, yeah, just Seamus. So, so during the match, Cesaro slams Big E on a bunch of pumpkins, and he and he goes for a pin, and Big E's laying on the pumpkin, so he's not even on the mat. But the ref counts as if like, like like as if nothing's weird about this. Like he's like one, two. Oh, he kicked out of the pumpkins. He got his shoulder off off the pumpkin. I got I got two on a pumpkin. Two on a pumpkin. I got two on a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I guess that's the rules for the trick or street fight. I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. So Seamus Seamus tries to interfere, but Biggie throws him through a table. Big Show then tries to choke slam Xavier and Kofi at the same time, but they both spit blood in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like oh and then god he's like rah, 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 rah. yeah he runs away like he just got punched with a hammer right uh biggie then spit blood in cesaro's face and hit the big ending for the win i loved how many times they used the blood spit like it was hilarious every time yeah and then as they were leaving kofi fell off the apron holding the like a fake skeleton so that was hilarious that was great which, so great. It was just a great segment. The whole it thing was good. It just made the whole thing wonderful. It really even did. the fall at the end, it was just all wonderful. Right. I loved it. Next, we go backstage where we see Shane pondering who will be the best in the world with all four SmackDown superstars in his office. And it was so, it was done so weird. He's like, who will it be? Will it be The Miz? And then they pan to The Miz. Will it be Jeff Hardy? Pan to Jeff Hardy. Will it be Randy Orton? Pan to Randy Orton. Or will it be Rey Mysterio? And then they're all like, wait, where is he? Where is he? And then they all like look down, and the cameraman 
like pans so far down to find. I mean, Rey that was it's kind of bad, but funny. Right. So they all talk shit to each other. Miz insults Jeff and Ray, but he gets scared of Randy Orton. And he just says, "Yeah, Randy's cool." But then Shane yeah, says, was- "If you make it to the finals and lose, you will no longer have a home on SmackDown Live." because my sister cannot have the best superstar in the world on Raw. And because you win this stupid tournament, it's a lock. You are the best we've ever seen in the world. So if you want to keep your... Yeah, right. If you want to keep your job on SmackDown, just lose in the first round, right? Absolutely. I mean... I care more about my job than a stupid trophy that I won overseas. Or if you want to just be on the the more important show, just get to the finals and lose so you could be <laughs> traded to, to, to Raw. There's really no there's, there's no losing scenario here. Right. <laughs> so next up, we have Nakamura versus R-Truth with, with Carmella in Truth's Corner. Uh, non-title matchup for the U.S. Championship. What do you think of that, Joe? Don't get me started. <laughs> This title was invented to be celebrated and defended every single time it's on TV. First of all, Shinsuke is almost never on TV. Yeah. Then second of all, R-Truth gives him like the match of his career. I mean, I can make oh an God. argument that this was Shinsuke's best match since he's been in WWE <laughs> outside of NXT. Right. I mean, it was that good. Yeah. First of all, R-Truth can do moves I've never seen done before by people. And he's still got it. He's 40. He's 100 years old. And, uh, and yeah, like, and if, and if Shinsuke, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but if Shinsuke is just going to win the match anyway, why not make it for the title? Right. Of course. Makes no sense. Of course. But yeah, Truth did that one move where I don't even know how to explain it. Just go check it out if you didn't see it. It, um, it, it was, uh, uh, you said it yesterday. It was, it was like a hurricane uh, famouser. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Hurricane famouser. Yeah. Unbelievable. I don't think we've seen that before. How is that not finish anyone? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Truth knocks Nakamura out of the ring mid-match, and then Truth and Carmella do a dance break. That's where they ruined it. Lord have mercy. During the match with the U.S. champion. And then in the end, Nakamura hit the Kinshasa for the win. The end. That's it. Yep. Next up, Becky Lynch Thanks. comes. Fine. Right. Becky Lynch comes to the ring wearing a T-shirt that reads, I am the man. Amazing. Yes. To Be- be the man, you've got to beat the man. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. She should fight Flair, Rick, Rick now. And she'd whoop his candy ass. <laughs> whoop his ass. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So Becky says she was the real main event of Evolution. Hashtag truth. Yeah. But what's next? The Raw Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. And she says that Survivor Series, I'm coming to rip your arm off. Mm. I hope she Liked does. Liked it. She won't, but I hope, hope she does. <laughs> yeah. And then the yeah. main event of SmackDown, we have The Miz and Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. Um, not much to say here. Rey hits The Miz with the 619, and then Jeff hits the Swanton Bomb for the win. And then yeah. after the match, Orton RKO's all three of them. You get an RKO. You get an RKO. You get an RKO. Exactly. I mean, they even ruined like a, a Rey Mysterio off the top ropes RKO for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. Just no reason. Yep. Yeah. So that's how SmackDown ends. So now we can get to awards. 
Hey, before we get to awards, I have a special announcement. Joe, Eric, and myself are planning on being at WrestleMania in New York next year. That's right. And when we go, we'll be using the perfect luggage thanks to the innovative people at Away. Away makes first-class luggage at a coach price. It all started when two friends from New York were stuck at JFK with dead phones, delayed flights, and a bright idea, luggage with power. And they did their research by asking thousands of people how they pack, why they travel, and what bugs them the most about their luggage. Then they designed a bag that solves all of those problems. The interior of the luggage features a patent-pending compression system, so you can bring as many wrestling shirts as you want, four 360-degree spinner wheels for the smoothest of rides, a TSA-approved combination lock, and a removable washable laundry bag to separate your dirty clothes. But the best part, in my opinion, is the cell phone charger. No more fighting for a spot at the charging station because now your luggage will charge your phone for you. Away also has any size suitcase you need from carry-on all the way to large depending on the length of your trip. They also have a lifetime warranty, so if anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for you for life, for life. They even give you a 100-day trial. You can try it out for your next trip, and if you decide it's not for you, go ahead and return it for a full refund, no questions asked. So now you're probably wondering, well, how do I get one? For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash CNLS and use the promo code CNLS at checkout. Again, for $20 off, go to awaytravel.com slash CLNS and use the promo code CLNS at checkout and change the way you travel. All right, who did you have for worst dressed? I had Lita. I, I know this is a, not a popular one. Whoa. But she's still in really good shape, and uh, why is she covering her entire body, like neck to ankles? Show some stomach. Show some of the stomach that made you popular. Right. Uh, I had Corbin with the Universal Championship. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. It's a good one because it's a bad one. Uh, right. <laughs> who did you have for best dressed? <laughs> I bet I can. Bro- I bet I can guess who you had as the best dressed. Yeah, the brood were amazing. The and brood, specifically Xavier Woods, but the brood. The yes. brood is my winner. Sweep it. Sweep it. Uh, worst acting. This uh, again. Every week you, you have plenty of people that can fall into that category, but I'm just gonna go ahead and go with uh, Leo Rush. Oh, that is Leo correct. Rush. That is correct. Sweep that again. Yes. Best acting. Uh, Xavier Woods as his portrayal as Edge <laughs> is so good. Yeah. So good. This guy is so talented. I really think the New Day keep him down. I mean, they're great together, and times like this, they're unbelievable, but he could be like the biggest star in the company. <laughs> he really could. Uh, I went with Seth Rollins' his promo on Ambrose. I really love him, how he says Ambrose. He says it like no one else. Ambrose. Ambrose with like a Z. You know right. what, Ambrose? Uh, worst yeah. comment? Gotta be the Paul Heyman thing, right? Uh, that was bad. Um, yeah, I had Taker. You know, it's the end of your error. I just thought that was really bad as well. Horrid. Yeah. Horrid. Yes. Best comment. That uh, was a Corey said. Uh, hey, look, Bailey just tripled her friends. <laughs> right. When uh, they all came out from the back, so that was yeah. funny. Uh, I had Rollins. At least I gave you a reason when I stabbed you in the back. Yeah. Uh, worst sure match. 
The worst match for me was the 30-woman tag match. 30. For many there were. Felt like it. Yeah. Uh, I had the Lucha House Party versus the Revival, mainly because the, mm. you know, mainly because Lucha House Party and the Revival. The Revival lost. Mm. Um, yes. I had the, the, the 50 woman tag for the Super Slow Mo match. What did you have? Very nice. I had Ember versus Naya. Okay. And then best match? I guess AJ Daniel. Yeah. I, think... I, mean, I say it like that just because, I mean, it was, a, it was a really good match with a cool ending and, right. you know, Two guys at the top of their game. Yep. Worst move. I had Big Joe getting hit with the spit and then acting like he got punched by Thanos. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had the dance break. Oh, mid match. It's very good too. Best move. The R Truth spinny thing. The That's Hurricane Famouser. Yeah. I had the deadlift, uh, deadlift styles clash. Again, very good. And then uh, worst very, moments, very worst moments. For me, it was the Taker promo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very acceptable. Uh, I had uh, I had the Lucha Party beating the Revival. You know, just so bad. Holy crap! Awful. And then best moment. You're awful. I had the Brood. Of course. Of course. Of course. This was great. It's not even a question. Nope. All right, that's all for awards. Now let's get to some breaking news. Mm. So Sasha Banks was on the Catch Conversations podcast with Maria Menounos, where she revealed that she was out of action because she was suffering from post-concussion symptoms. She said, uh, I was having head pain and I couldn't function. I couldn't even drive, couldn't sleep. I went to several neurologists, and they pretty much told me that I had post-concussion symptoms, so just rest. So um, I think Sasha needs to be really careful going forward because she could end up like Paige, you know, like where they're not going to let her wrestle. I know. So that's, you know, scary. I hope, so. you know, hopefully she's more careful now in her matches. Like yeah. don't do those suicide dives anymore, you know, like take it right. easy. Because we like you, Sasha. We want you to stick hey. around. Take it easy. Take it easy. Also, fans at uh, the Evolution pay-per-view said WWE handed out the We Want Women's Tag Title signs. I mean, clearly, and then they yeah. don't even address it. No. It doesn't even get addressed on the Monday after uh, the Raw after the Evolution. You know what they're going to do? Like, in a few months or something, Stephanie's going to come out in Raw and be like, you guys wanted it. You all had those signs. You guys brought those signs. You've been asking for it. And no one has. let's make history. Yeah. We're making history. Just history. Even though, like, back in the day, there were, back when it was WWWF, there were, like, women tag champs. Right. Like, like a long time ago. And, of course, you know what those women were doing back then? What's that? Making history. Oh, shit. They were making history. Damn. Hey, you know what I did uh, an hour before this podcast? What's that? Took a historic shit. Oh, my God. Making history. Wow. Making history. What was historic about it? The size? The smell? Both? No, just that it was the only shit that I took on Halloween. <laughs> wow. Historic. At that, 2018, Halloween. That's nuts, man. That's crazy. Making history. You know what I did? I carved my first pumpkin of 2018. I made history. Making history. Where's my fucking trophy? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, all right, moving on. At the cruise of Jericho, Cody Rhodes told the crowd that he's not coming back to WWE, and he's Aww. trying his best to make All In 2 happen. Hmm. Well, I, mean, I guess that's good. We say ah, but we do want for them you know, to keep doing All In and to hope that one day they could have some convers- uh that WWE could have some competition, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Also, Ty Dillinger was supposed to face Nakamura on SmackDown for the U.S. title, but Mike Rome announced on Twitter that Dillinger suffered an injury to his hand at a house show, which will require surgery. Mm. So uh, we might not be seeing uh, the perfect 10 for a while, even though we don't you know, really see him anyway. Not at all. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, but that's all I have for news, so now we can move on to rumors. Zack Ryder to win the Royal Rumble? Maybe! Shawn Michaels coming back to join the Bullet Club? Please, God! John Cena will finally turn heel? No chance! Undertaker will wrestle for 20 more years? Confirmed! Pro Wrestling Sheets, and I don't know if WWE confirmed this yet, so I kept it on rumors for now, but, um... Mm -hmm. Uh... Pro Wrestling Sheet saying that Renee Young is doing commentary at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So if that's true, that's huge. Um, and she'll be making history there. Yeah, she'll be the first WWE like superstar to be murdered overseas. That's right. Yeah. By the Saudis. Yeah. If I was Renee, I would be terrified of this. I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. I'd be horrified to go. She comment on it, man. You now have to die. Legally, of course. Like, like <laughs> this the, is all yeah. legal in my country. It is the law. I mean, if we don't kill her, then I'll be breaking the law. Bitch mm. is like, I thought we had a deal. No, we had the deal. She can do commentary, but then we kill her in front of everybody. It's great. This is part of it. This is how we celebrate our people. It is so great. Look at everyone's. everyone's everyone could go home happy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we know that you're probably going to ruin this pay-per-view like all of them. Like... Probably Brock's going to win, and we're going to be like, what the fuck? But at least we will end it with, you know, a beheading, and everyone can sleep uh, soundly tonight. After Braun leaves the ring with the title, <laughs> in the middle of the ring, we'll behead your female announcer. It will be the greatest moment of that day. Plus, you won't have to worry about Dean Ambrose, Kefe marrying her. It, you know, it'll be fine. Maybe he can come <laughs> in the ring and join us. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll really push him over. <laughs> Am I saying this right? <laughs> <laughs> he will be the, the overest guy in the company. Uh, so, yeah, good, uh, good luck, Renee, again, with your life. Uh, the Wrestling Observer is reporting that there are talks of bringing back Saturday night's main event as a new premium feature of the yes. WWE Network. Yeah, wait, what, what does that mean? The special will be a part of a new, more expensive option for the network. That is believed to go into effect early next year. Okay, so WrestleMania free, Saturday night's main event, an extra few bucks. Well, like, let's say if you're a subscriber for a while, like WrestleMania 10 bucks, but main event, uh, Saturday night's main event's more than WrestleMania. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes sense. You want to pay more for house shows? I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I hope this is wrong. I hope yeah. Meltzer, you know, Meltzer's not always right, so hopefully he just got some bad information or they're just thinking about doing this and they won't, but that sounds awful. Yep. I wonder if we'll uh, get that. Uh, I guess we'll find out if it happens. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll see. But also, PW Insider is reporting that Trish and Lita are not done in WWE. They're going to have some more matches, including, uh, you know, performing at WrestleMania. I mean, what, is a tag team again? I don't know. I mean, I'm, they'll probably be in the Rumble again, right? Because why not? Sure. You know? Yeah. But uh, maybe some sort of WrestleMania match. Maybe that's where they'll have Alexa versus Trish since they didn't get to do it at Evolution. I yeah. hope so, maybe, I guess. Because Alexa's not going to be in the title picture by then. You know, it's mm. going to be Charlotte Rousey and all that stuff. So, yeah. Right. All right, that's all for rumors. So now it's trivia time. Trivia time. You know, a lot of these superstars are quite busy. Yeah. This time of year. Oh, yeah? Full schedule in full effect. But let me ask you a question. Okay. Andrew. Yeah. What superstar has had the most pay-per-view matches this year? Uh, Seth, Seth Rollins? That is correct. And since you answered so quickly, I will ask a follow-up question. Oh, no. What superstars had the most overall matches this year? Um, most oh, oh, like house shows or all matches, all anything. Matches. Yep, anything at all. Who's uh, the busiest? I'll give you a hint. It is not Seth Rollins. It's not Rollins. Uh, Roman Reigns. It is not Roman Reigns. Okay. Uh, who the hell else is there? Uh, gonna... Ziggler? No, probably not Ziggler. Just stand up. It is not Ziggler. He does stand up. <laughs> uh, how about uh, shit? Oh, uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Balor Club. Nice. Balor Club. Nice. Uh, and that's great. I mean, he still gets huge pops when he comes out. Mm-hmm. And the fans, uh, they like this guy. Yeah. He's a little silly right now, but yeah. Wrestles a lot. Makes nice. sense. Yeah, I would have said Dean, but obviously he was injured. I know he had the most matches of 2017 or, or 2016, so. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Yep. Well, that's all for trivia. Uh, let's get to a few fan questions really quick, and then we'll do predictions. Uh, Josh Reese says, I'm boycotting asking questions this week because of Crown Jewel. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. And he spelled he spelled Jewel J U J E W L W E. So Crown Jewel we. Hey, that's how they spell it wherever he's from. <laughs> Classic got, Josh. Got your back, bro. Uh Nikki, who makes your ears bleed more? Leo Rush or Bobby Lashley? Leo Leo Rush. Yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, Lashley doesn't even talk that much. He doesn't talk. Still makes my ears bleed, but not as much. Right. Matthew Alfieri, uh, do you think Balor should be moved to SmackDown, and who would you have him feud with? Again, I don't think moving him would, would fix the problem. No. You know, if he's not going to get pushed, he's not going to get pushed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who would he feud with? Almas? I don't know. Almas? That's a good one. But Almas would have to be on the show. So That's true. And you know, he's God. not... Vegas been on TV more than him. Yeah, she has. Ay, Dios mío. Matt Hansen, how long till Vince has his own cruise ship? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to wait to hear back how successful uh, Jericho's Imagine, was. like, it's so successful, and then Vince is like, I want, fi- I want in now. I want in. <laughs> yeah, right. 
They've never done a WWE cruise? I don't think so. Mm. Again, this started with Jericho asking Vince and Triple H, Let's, I'll, I want to do a cruise and have NXT, like, like it's an NXT cruise instead of you know, Impact Wrestling and all the indie wrestles. Like he wanted it to be NXT, and they turned him down. And I think that's why now like he's like, I'll do any promotion now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like I think, you guys, I'm going. Yeah, I think he's jaded by WWE now because they turned him down. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Collins Gilfoy, we had her to do awards with us, uh, you know, a month or two ago. Yeah. Uh, she wants to know F. Mary Kill, Leo Rush, Vicky Guerrero, and Shawn Michaels. Um, I mean, for me, I'm killing Leo Rush. Yeah. I'm fucking Vicky because she's the only female. And then I'm going to have a sexless marriage with Shawn Michaels. What are you talking about? Obviously, Leo Rush, yes. But no, you want to you know, well, marry the woman. <laughs> okay, but then you're, you're fucking Shawn Michaels. You damn right I am. <laughs> One of the best nights of my life. Uh, his pop looks... I get, to, I get to do him from 97, right? Uh, sure, yeah. That's what the pop is done oh it's sticky oh god yeah, yeah eric um, was there last night oh okay right 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 <laughs> uh all oliver claws off push fire barry lives tongue carmella's dance breaks and ronda's crooked arm bars i'm gonna push lives tongue mm-hmm. on my balls i'm gonna bury the dance break and fire the arm bar because i don't know why i would push an arm bar <laughs> the other two things are great right am i am i wrong about this uh, I guess that's fine. Right, I mean, the arm bar's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. So nothing wrong with it, but in those scenarios, and the one she gave Nikki, like it really, like it finally looked like she was hurting her. Like they did it well. Mm. Uh, and then finally, Mike Dawes, the main roster can't possibly ruin the undisputed era, right? Right. <laughs> Mike. I mean, I don't know what to say about this. I, I mean, they. You have to keep them together for as long as you possibly can. But are they totally screwing that up as well? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, what's Sanity? Yeah. What's Sanity up to? The last stable from NXT. What the hell are they? And they were good? Yeah. Ugh. My God. Let's just hope they never make it to the main roster. <laughs> I'm praying. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's all for uh, fan questions. Now it's time to do predictions for Crown Jewel, Saudi, Blood Money. Uh, that, that the title is exactly right. Thank you to Fabio Morbido for making the scorecards. As always, if you're in Canada, go check him out. He's an indie wrestler. So we're going to go over our scorecards. And, yeah. um, you know, again, I, the joke I made last night was I'm the champ. I shouldn't have to defend my title in six days, uh, five days, whatever it is. Classic so heel champion. Guys, Yep, you guys will uh, have this matchup, and then the winner can face me. Nah, Survivor Series. nah, we're not going to do that. All right. I'm... So we're going to tell you what Eric picked. The first part yeah. of this is the bracket. Right. The tournament bracket. Yes. So first we have uh, Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Andrew? I have Bobby Lashley with a Dean Ambrose causing uh, Rollins the match. I have the same exact thing. Eric yes. had Seth Rollins. Right. Uh, next we're going to go to Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. I have Angle. I have Andrew? Angle as well. Eric had Dolph Ziggler. Wait Let's a minute. Let's move over to... His favorite yes. wrestler he doesn't even pick? So crazy. Wow. 
so crazy. Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. I had have? I had The Miz. Naturally, that's an easy pick. Yeah. Lock of the tournament. Lock of the page. <laughs> lock of. Yeah. Eric had Hardy. Yep. Yeah. That was so funny too. I was like, lock of the lock of the night, and Eric's like, I'll take Hardy. Right. Like the Miz never loses. Right. He never loses. Is he crazy? And Jeff Hardy never wins. Never, <laughs> ever wins. <laughs> yeah. He's Unless, crazy. like, the prince of Saudi Arabia loves Jeff Hardy, and he's like, he has to win the whole thing. Like, do you know the freaky guy with the crazy eyes? Yeah. I want him to be the grand champion with the biggest trophies. If, Je- <laughs> if Jeff Hardy wins this tournament, then we will know that, s- that the prince of Saudi Arabia is booking this whole pay-per-view. I mean, I bet they have some input, but then... It's up to WWE to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can't do that. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. Ultimate Warrior's dead. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Dead, okay. And then the final match in the first round, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. And again, I have Orton. I have Orton as well. And Eric has, has Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Come on, the ex- bud. The exact opposite oh. of what we picked. Oh my god! So like, whenever, whenever, uh, like me or you win the title, like it's it's always really close between you and I, and then Eric's yeah. like way far behind because he always picks something way different. But yep. when he wins the title, he blows us out because like he's again he's usually way different than us. Yeah. So we'll see. This who if any if if one of us gets this bracket correct again, like ours is very similar. Um, but they'll have a huge advantage. But uh, on to the second rounds. Who do you have moving on between Lashley and Angle? It's this one's the easy one as well. I have Kurt Angle. I have Kurt Angle. And then um, uh, Eric has Seth Rollins beating Ziggler. Right. He also has Rey Mysterio beating Jeff Hardy. And then mm-hmm. uh, I have Randy Orton beating The Miz. I have The Miz beating Randy Orton. All right. Again, it's like the Miz and Orton are the two guys that never lose. So, yeah, that's that's an yeah. It's 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 gonna be one of them for sure. And then I've got the Miz beating Angle to be your greatest in the world cup. No, best, the best, greatest, bestest, bestest in the cup world. Bestest best in the cup. Bestest in the world. Bestest in the world cup. I have Randy Orton beating Angle to take CM Punk's gimmick. So if one of us is right, like you're immediately 10 points up. Yeah. Well, one of us will be 15 points up leaving the bracket if, if we're right. Yeah. It's almost too much to come back from. And then, uh, right. And then Eric has Seth Rollins beating Rey Mysterio to win the World Cup. I guess Ambrose, yep. to him, Ambrose isn't making the trip. No. No, he's not getting involved at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, The Bar versus The New Day. I have The Bar. You have? I have The Bar as well. I have Cesaro pinning Kofi. Eric had The New Day. No, Eric had The Bar. Yeah. I have Cesaro pinning Biggie. Eric also had Cesaro pinning uh, pinning Kofi. Yeah, and I had Cesaro pinning Kofi. Any interference? Yeah, that's why Big Show's there. Right, we all have yes for interference. Next up, we have DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, second lock of the night, Brothers of Destruction. Don't yes. see why DX would win this match after Triple H just beat The Undertaker. Right. Andrew, same? I have the same, and I have Taker pinning HBK. 
I do as well, and no more interference. No interference. Eric has and Triple H DX. Kane? He has he has he has DX he has HBK pinning Kane with no interference. Oh, HBK. Yep. Yep. Next up we have the WWE Championship AJ Styles versus Daniel Br- Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh Samoa Joe. Yeah, same result. I have AJ Styles. Of course. I a- have him with a pin. I think we all the same thing. Yeah, no uh, interference, and the match goes over 25 minutes, yes. Okay, so me and Eric have the match does not go over 25 minutes. All right. Just because there's like seven World Cup matches. It's true. Uh, and then finally, we have the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. And again, I think, I think Braun Strowman goes over. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar is going to go to the UFC. He's never around. And this is finally a good chance to give the title to Strowman, finally. All right. Eric has Strowman as well. I, here's my theory, my little conspiracy. Yeah. I think Lesnar's... Tell me about it. I think Lesnar's winning this. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Jesse. That was my best one ever. Yeah. Jesse. Tell me about it. All right, Jesse. You know what? We're going to bring Jesse on real quick because I want... I, I want to see what he thinks of my conspiracy here. I well, think. Tell me how you think Brock Lesnar is going to win. All right, all right. Just, just but hear I me am. out. Hear me out, Jesse. I think WWE doing this Saudi Arabia show. Like, I think you know they're thinking. Well, we might not be able to do this again if things get worse between Saudi Arabia and the United States, right? Yeah. Um, so I think they, won't, they don't want Braun Strowman to win his first universal title in Saudi Arabia because if things go bad, they're going to have to like go back and be like, oh, remember when he won the first, his first universal championship in Saudi Arabia in that horrible place? So I think they give it to Lesnar. He holds it for like another month or two and then eventually drops it to Strowman. You know, that's not a bad conspiracy, but you know what the problem is? What's that? This match is not being held in Saudi Arabia like they're saying. Really? That's right. I'm proud to say it's actually being held in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Why? At a small venue where they're going to hire extras to look like guys from Saudi Arabia. Oh, my God. And then they'll go, surprise on you. We actually didn't go after all. That's nuts. And this is this will be on the WWE Network still, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How much is Vince uh, paying you for this? I'm sorry, I have to go. I can't reveal that. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch, Jesse. Jesse. Anyways, I have Lesnar with a pin. I have no interference. Yeah. I have Lesnar with a pin, no interference, and I have five suplexes. Five? Yeah. That's what I have. Uh, I have Braun with a pin, no interference, and five, yeah. Okay. Eric has Braun Strowman with a pin. He has yes inter- to interference, which I guess, you know what? I sh- like really Drew McIntyre can come out and cost Braun this match, but um, if you have Lesnar in there, maybe yeah. Uh, but he has Strowman with interference, and he has mm. four suplexes. All right. Also, if Lesnar wins, they could do AJ Styles and Lesnar part two at Survivor Series because they had part one last year. Maybe. And like AJ said, in the sequel, Rocky wins. So you're going to have AJ Styles beat Brock Lesnar? I mean, sure. I would. But <laughs> but they won't. They'd have Lesnar just win again. Yeah. 
I mean, that'd be a great story, but it probably won't happen. Uh, you got any announcer tables being broken? Just English. I have no tables being broken, and Eric has English and other, so I guess he's uh, the Saudi table. Mm. And then surprise appearance? I don't know. We all said Hogan, and then we kind of so took it away. WWE now confirmed that Hogan's going to be there. Oh, okay. So it's definitely not a surprise. That's nah, Like, first Hogan said it. Yeah, I'm going to be there, brother. Let's spoil it right now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we all have nothing for surprise appearance. And then, uh, will there be blood? We, uh, always. Yeah, we, we all have yes there. for that. And then, uh, what do you have for uh, what's the opening match? I have uh, Hardy Miz. Eric has Hardy Miz as well. I have Kurt Angle versus Dolph because in my bracket, I got Kurt going three matches. And if he's doing three matches, he better start early. True. He's going to be like... That's- you know, sucking down oxygen in between these matches. That's such a good point. I'm upset about it. <laughs> and then uh, does anyone win with a roll-up? I said no. Okay. Eric and I said yes. I just thought maybe, like, the Miz will win, you know, beat Jeff with a roll-up or something. I don't know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And then uh, is there a clear heel or face turn on the show? Hell no. We all have no. So there it is. There it is. That's crown fucking jewel for you. At a weird start time. So have fun uh, with that 11, while you're trying to watch it at work. 11 a.m. I have corporate people all over my office this week, so I will be watching it live. As I'm driving to work, I will learn that I am the new no. pay-per-view prediction champion. No, sir. Yes. No, sir. Hey, guess what I'm doing right this oh. moment? I don't know. Dreaming about how you're going to lose on Friday? I have your title in my hands. It's my title, and don't touch it. I'm touching it. I'm, I'm actually touching you right now. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to uh, Sharpie over your face. <laughs> don't joke about that. I'm going to sleep with it tonight. I don't care. Your title's... Right, well, then I'm going to regal it next time I see it. And you you're won't you're not getting it, it back. <laughs> you're going to win it forever. Yeah. It's getting regaled if I, get it, your, if I keep it. Your title's going to cheat on you tonight. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways, uh, uh, we'll try to recap uh, uh, Crown Jewel, I guess, Saturday when we do NXT. So we'll have two recaps uh, coming to you on Saturday. Yep. Uh, but until then, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review. Check out our official website, what's wrong with wrestling.com. Like the show on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wrong Wrestling. Uh, we have T-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling for just nineteen ninety nine, And you can become a supporter of the show at Patreon.com slash What's Wrong With Wrestling to see that Saudi money recap. So check mm-hmm. it out on Patreon because yep. we need that Saudi money, really, please. Saudi money. If, if anyone needs it, it's us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys then. Peace out. Later. Boom. I bet, yeah. Yeah, I knew he was doing it. Did you do the thumb too? Uh, you'll never know. One, uh, how spoiler about, alert. Yes, I did. How about I do the, the, the thumb and you say boom for me? Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Boom. There we go. You're so lucky. I was worried. You, you probably were, looked cool as shit. I did. I was worried you were going to not do it and screw me over. All right. I did it. Yes. Love, love my brother. Happy Halloween. Oh, it's too late.
Just a troll. What's wrong with wrestling? What's wrong with wrestling? So much wrong with wrestling. Oh no. What's wrong with wrestling? What's wrong with wrestling? So much wrong with wrestling. Oh no. Ashley!